All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another weekly episode of the Double B Podcast. Uh, you have Billy and Brad, the brothers are on. Kevin is feeling under the weather. We wish him the best of uh, the best of luck getting better. Um, it's never fun to um, to get sick, but we wish him wish him the very best. Um, so, Kevin, we're thinking of you. Uh, as promised last week, we said that we were going to post the topic for this podcast on our Facebook. We did. If you read it, you know what we're talking about. If you didn't, surprise, here we go. We're talking about anxiety and the anxiety disorder. Brad, when you think of anxiety, what do you think of? Work. <laughs> Work. <laughs> okay. I okay. mean, uh, I, I mean, I work, I work a pretty scary job sometimes, and it, it does make me anxious a lot. And that's a good point. Right. And a lot of the research that I did this week, um, just kind of getting in, getting into anxiety and getting into the topic, there are, there's a lot out there about anxiety. And I think that there's a general misconception of what anxiety is versus what an anxiety disorder is. Brad, did you see that a lot in your work, in your research um, this week? I, I saw, a, uh, I saw a lot of, um, how do I say it? Uh, differences mm-hmm. between places, you know, like the Mayo Clinic has this thing, right. University of Utah has this thing, right? You know, and it it's all incredibly different because there there's some that are talking about anxiety itself, and then some that are talking about general anxiety disorder, which is different, right? Right. And that's that's kind of what I was alluding to. A lot of people, um, a lot of people are like they understand what anxiety is, which is a general fear, a general stress of, oh, no, this thing's coming up. And and they, and they just kind of feel a little bit of anxiousness. They're nervous about it. Um, uh, uh, a, a moment of anxiety that I had in the last. Two or three weeks. um. I have a boss that is amazing and we were talking about my role at my, at where I work and what the direction it was going. And it wasn't necessarily the direction that we initially talked about. Um, and so it's just changing and moving and changing and moving. And it made me really anxious and really nervous to be like, is this really what I signed on for? Is this really the direction I want my career to go? And and yeah, there was some nervousness, a little bit of fear going on. Um, and I definitely can say I felt anxiety. I I think the other thing um, that um, maybe people don't understand is they don't know that it's happening. Right. They don't talk about it. They don't. Yeah. Well, it. I don't I don't think it's that they. it's not also that they don't talk about it. It's they don't know like the symptoms like right or they don't know like um my wife for example has certain tics right i i know and as you probably know with your wife there are certain things that can set her off she won't talk about it but i'll see it right and then i can understand and try to help at that point but i think people try to hide it Instead of being able to go, yeah, you know what? If I 
can talk to somebody, maybe I can get help. Right. Right. And I think that's a big thing about anxiety is, is it's okay to feel nervous. It's okay to feel stress. That fight or flight uh, mechanism in our body is a natural mechanism. It's something that's there to help us to understand the stress, understand uh, what, uh, and to be like hyper observant of what's going around. It's a natural thing. And it's something that, that shouldn't necessarily be feared. Um, but on that note, there is a difference between feeling anxiety and having the anxiety disorder. When when people have anxiety, like like just cut run of the mill anxious feelings, whatever, they like they're feeling nervous, they're having some fear, a touch of stress, but they're never. But it's not like they shut down. They, they they physically or emotionally or mentally shut down. And that's what the anxiety disorder does. In all my research this week, the two big call outs to say, this is the difference between you are experiencing anxiety and the anxiety disorder is the fear that you have is out of proportion to the situation or is age inappropriate. And the fear absolutely hinders your ability to function and the and and thinking of that like i've i will be the first person to say i felt anxiety i know what anxiety fears stress nervousness is but i have never been in so much fear or or so much uh stress that it has crippled my ability to function and that's like to think about that level of stress is frightening that some people deal with that. Um, I think the other thing is, um, I I'm guilty of saying it, but, uh, you know, like, Hey, just get over it. Right. You know, right. Oh, Hey, well, you don't, you don't have to, um, do this or you don't have to do that. Or why, why do you do it this way? Because, exactly. I think people, they don't want to know about it. Right. Because they don't care to know about it. Right. Or worse, they're ashamed about it. Yes. And and there's nothing, like, there's nothing to be ashamed about when it comes to feeling anxiety or if you have a diagnosed anxiety disorder, there's nothing to be ashamed about. And I feel like the world is finally getting to grips with that. One of the big benefits of the COVID pandemic was mental health had to be talked about. It was a big thing. And people finally started to realize that this is a mainstream problem and people needed to, needed to talk about it. Anxiety went through the roof during the pandemic you didn't know if you had a job or didn't have a job or was i going to be called into the office and have to work in the office or work from home or what was i going to do and there was a lot of anxiety going around and people triggered and people had to see mental health professionals and i would argue that there were some opportunities that people really hit on to be able to reach out and talk to people I think another big benefit of the COVID pandemic in relation to mental health and anxiety was 
people started to talk. It wasn't that social media became the boom. People learned the value of calling a friend and sending a text message or not being locked in and confined from home. And I'm concerned that, you know, in relation to anxiety, that people have become accustomed to working from home so much they don't want to go out. They don't want to talk to people. They're just used to being at home. Um, I I would agree with that. Uh, cause um I mean we'll talk about my job. I won't say the name. Uh, but uh the the big thing is is we're we're trying to get people to come back out and into the field. Right. But they don't want to. They, they they have enjoyed being able to be at home and I and I don't know if it's I'm gonna get hate for this but that's okay uh, I don't know if it's laziness or don't give a shit or you know maybe it's anxiety maybe it's you know you just you, you found how nice it is to be at home so now you now you just want to be at home right but um that's that has to change. Um, I, I never got the chance to work at home because my jobs were quote unquote essential. Um, you know, I worked in sewer, sewer got to run. It's never not going to run. Now I work for a gigantic contract business and, uh, it's got to get done. And I, I think I think the one big benefit was is uh, technology came to a point to where we can uh, we can come together like we are now and right. we can talk and it could be private or it could be with anybody else right. um, and people have enjoyed it and I also think the highlight on the mental disorder spot has changed from i don't i don't know if it's a full change but it is starting to change from almost an ignorance of like up oh, whatever to no like that's that's really bad and it, is. And it affects people right and i think that's one of the reasons why we chose anxiety as the topic is we what the anxiety by and far is the heaviest is the largest mental health condition that's out there um and and here's and here's what i mean um there are phobias out there where you are just physically scared of something or or something crazy um that's hitting anywhere between 10 and 12 percent of the population so if there's a phobia you have you have a you have a diet a dis, an anxiety disorder so you're scared of the water you're scared of this you're scared of that that's a phobia that's a big and real thing for instance one of the big reasons why i don't like the thought of getting in the water in the ocean is i don't like sharks i love watching them on tv it's cool it's exciting but i have this idea that if i get in the water there's a big fish down there and it's going to eat me. And I don't want that. Um, and is it, does it, is it necessarily like 
anxiety disorder level? Probably not. It's probably just a general fear. But the but but there are people out there that just lock straight down that nope, not doing it, can't do it, whatever. Um, another one is a social anxiety. Um, they're just scared of being around people. They 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 just lock up around a lot of people. Um, there is a panic disorder where where things get super cons- you get you just start to panic. Um, Brad and I have a friend that we were on a Zoom call with him, uh, just chatting chatting away, and something happened at their house, and he went into panic mode. He came back, jumped on the call. His head was down, and he was locked up. You physically could see him locked up scared out of his mind panicking not knowing what to do we finally had to end the phone call and just say you know what we'll connect later we'll chat chat later go take care of this because they had locked up Um, another one is agoraphobia which is the fear of entering open or crowded places you're nervous about going out there which which i don't know where that line is between social anxiety and agoraphobia is but but it's somewhere um and then there's separation anxiety disorder. Like, like there, that's a that's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Um, that people just have separation issues, and it's not necessarily. It, and it's not. And I want to be like super clear on this. It's not like the little kid that you know you're leaving your parents and you're nervous because you've moved out for the first time, or or mom and dad, you know, are going to Arizona because they're retiring and they're nervous because their kids aren't there. Like it's a lockdown type anxiety disorder. Um, the other thing that I learned, and Brad, you probably saw this on your research, are women are more likely to experience anxiety disorders than men are, which I don't know if that's because I don't know the reasoning behind that. I didn't look into the variables and 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 the inputs to that. I. I also I wonder if one of the reasons for that is women are more likely to talk about stuff. So mm-hmm. I did find something that is actually kind of cool about that. Okay. So it says out of out of 2000 men and 2000 women 21 21.5% of men uh-huh. um were more like were quote unquote more likely to have anxiety out of the 2000 men where 78 and a half percent of the women would have anxiety out of the 2000 percent right but after that it also said that after having the conversations with all 2000 men and 2000 women uh-huh. they, they think it's two to three times more in men because they don't talk about it because it goes Mm. undiagnosed Mm. and so they think it's almost the same rate but men don't open up wait i would be very interested in reading that article you'll have to send me that link we should share that link out um just to make sure and the reason why is i'm interested in that i'm sure our listeners might be interested in that and so we should share our share our 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 resources to that um and so, like, there's a lot of information we just talked about with anxiety. We didn't even get into, like, the, the breadth and width of it all. Um, 
we have been talking for a good solid 15, 16 minutes um, about anxiety, talking about, and, and, you know, we probably spent the first minute or two talking about Kevin, but, um, but anxiety is a real thing. Um, and, and as, and one of the things that, that I learned even more about this is the value of just talking to people, being out there, talk to people, don't be scared. Like that's, that's really silly to say, we're talking about anxiety and don't be scared, but if you're not feeling, if, if you're feeling stressed and nervous, talk, like get out there, chat, be willing to bring it, bring it up that you're not feeling right or you're nervous about something because it's important for you to chat and, and to talk about that. And that was the number one thing that I saw about all these articles and places that I wrote um, is go out and talk, just talk, whether it's a trusted friend or you want a little bit more support from a social worker or a, a trusted medical professional get out there and talk so i i think that's that's the big thing is if you can talk about it if you can get it off of your chest that's where the change happens right. and people think that there isn't an outlet and they're I haven't seen, I, I've never known because I've never done the look. I've never done the up, up, uploads and look and everything. But there, there is a lot of stuff that is open and available to you. And there's a good portion of it that's free. Right. And, and they, right. they want you to be able to talk about it. I think that's the big thing is they want you to talk about it. It's absolutely correct. Um, we'll state what Kevin stated last week that the that that if you need somebody to talk to, um, you know, and you're feeling really down about yourself and and you're really concerned, suicide hotline is nine eight eight. Then you hit one. Um, go talk to somebody, even even if even if you're you know you're concerned about it. I'm sure those folks on that suicide hotline would rather talk to you. 10 steps before the issue, before the concern than anything else. So, um, so yeah. Um, but we are, um, we are at time. We're trying to keep these episodes a little bit short. We did not even hit the, the, the tip of the iceberg on this. We just talked, um, about what was out there and, and, and what's going on. Um, Brad, we might have to start a blog post about some of this stuff and just like, here's our episode, here's a blog, something like that. We may, we'll toy with that one because there's just so much out there. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you um, jumping on and listening and 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 spending 20 minutes with us. Um, we will post the topic for the next week on our Facebook page. Double B creates on Facebook. Um, we're, we're, we're super excited to share that topic out. Um, and yeah, Brad, any closing words, any thoughts? Um, don't be quiet. Don't be quiet. I love it. And if you got a buddy that you think about doing it, um, I know it's a veteran thing, but check your foxhole, buddy. Check your foxhole. Always, always. You know, always, always be there with your friends and check on your friends. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are ending this episode. 
We enjoy spending the time with you. We look forward to your comments. Let us know how we can improve the feedback, all that stuff. Take care, and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers.